All right, we're back. Hooray! All three of us are here. We did it. Yay. Yay. For like for the last time one for week. a while. Yeah, and then no one's here. For the last time ever. <laughs> That's not, not true. Not true. This, is, this is the last, last podcast ever. Never That's again. Also not true. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> as far as I know, hopefully... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, she can have twist of surprise. Twist of fate happens. Yeah. Somehow it's going to outlive the three of us. It probably will. Let's be real. Yeah, there you go. Um, Paul, you've been gone for a while. How's your last couple weeks been? So fucking hectic, and I can't talk about why because of... I can talk to you guys about why. I can't talk about... It's work-related. I can't say okay. stuff like that on podcast. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hopefully it's good and not. It's bad. so stupid. Like I almost should tell you off air just because it has been ridiculous <laughs> what's been going oh, on. Man. But yes, okay, it's been something. All right. Anything in the last two weeks you, you want to talk about that you've been up to? Um, no, uh, like just watching TV and stuff, but like nothing really to report on that. I'm just. Trying to get, keep up on things as we go here, but nothing special. Okay. John, how's your last week been? Uh, it's all right. I got off my meds because I ran out of them finally, and uh, so I'm dealing with the physical crash that comes with that. So that's a treat. Fun. Yeah. So I'm just like okay. really tired. So if I look tired or more than usual, that's why. So I apologize. Okay. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, I'm just Man. like, well, I got like a week before my trip and I'm just like, I don't think they're really doing anything. So I'm just going to take a break from them. And my doc's like, all right, if you want, like you can, you can get on a new one. If you think we can up the dose again. I'm like, no, nah, let's just not really doing anything. Let's take a break. And then after I remember what it's like to be off of them, let maybe we'll try another one. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. Hopefully you're, you're, tra- you travel okay without them, I guess. Yeah, I think I think I'm just gonna be like low energy for this upcoming week, and then by the time the trip comes up, I should be okay. Yeah, until your body cool. gets used to not having that, like, not crutch, but like that thing in you in it. Yeah. So, yeah. so my body's just gonna be like, oh, what? Hey, oh, hey, okay, yeah. Let's let's get back to this. Let's try this again. Yeah. It's nice uh, to have my heart rate go back to normal, but it sucks being like, okay, I need a nap. Oh, I just <laughs> slept for three hours. Yeah. But I only woke up an hour ago. This sucks. <laughs> oh, weird. Dude, it's awful. Uh, Since we last recorded, my Reggie interview has gone up, so people kind of heard the whole behind-the-scenes thing last time. If they want to see the finished product, um, they can check out my Twitter or Reggie Fizeme's Twitter, uh, also linked to it. So, yeah, (laughs) a couple ways to find it there. Um, Yeah, hopefully uh, people enjoy what I put together. Um, I was proud of it. Although it has some audio issues, but you do one man crew, right? Yeah, I didn't notice. So great, I'm glad to hear that. Thank yeah. you. Um, with that out of the way, let's do the top down perspective for September fifteenth. I'm still Sean Booker. I'm currently Paul Fleck, and I may not be John Wheeler in the future. Who knows? Nice. Mm. Uh, hey, okay, Paul. Two weeks. You must have played something. Uh, yeah, I've been on an office. Like, I guess the big one was, uh, I was catching up with the TDP plus thing. And then I played tiny kin, which is our next TDP plus thing. So those were the big things I played Asura's wrath again. Just, I don't know. That's still a weird thing. <laughs> the best Dragon Ball Z game. 
The best Dragon Ball Z game. Yep, it's about right. Uh, I don't think I remember seeing the full ending, the full of the DLC ending, because it went on about a whole fight longer than I remember. <laughs> but okay. a lot of that game, honestly, there's parts of that game that is just so clearly like, yeah, I remember the giant like sword, like pun- puncturing him from the moon Earth. down to Earth. Um, I oh, remember yeah. the the big like fat dude or whatever the first real boss. Early, yeah. Like I remember even the end, uh, which I won't get into here because I think people should play that if you can, uh, and it's better to not know specifics. But there's like a lot of stuff in between those fights that I just forgot happened and existed, and a lot of the same, just shooting bunch of stuff until the next cutscene. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing is like I, that game is is totally the boss fights. Yeah. And then everything in between is like this needs to be like a tenth the length. It needs to be shorter. Boring. Yeah. Like I because I have played through it a couple times, like trying to like showing people. OK, and it's like I just set it to easy and it's still just like, hang on, I got to mash X for like four minutes here. Yeah. Get to the good stuff. I promise you it's it's almost like it'd just be better to just watch it all on YouTube. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I don't think you're missing out on a lot of this stuff in between. But yeah, like there's a whole portion where he's like, there's a whole portion where you even don't play as Asura, which I didn't remember even. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. There's like milestones in my head that is just like, yep, I remember this. Yep. Oh, what? <laughs> what are we doing now? OK, I guess we're running through this place or something. Uh, yeah. Like when I think back, it's like that it's the moon. I remember like most of the moon because I think that's the favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. The big dude, obviously the the extra um, bathhouse scene because uh, that's just nonsense. Yeah. Uh, he loses his arms, but then he like puts the sword in his mouth. <laughs> yep. Um, that's pretty. And then I know the yeah, the ending and then like the extra ending involves the spider. That's all I remember yeah even more yeah like i didn't even remember the like final form of the final boss of the dlc like yeah i don't know it's kind of a mess that thing is kind of a mess but it's it's super super fun for those cutscenes. oh for sure yeah and just the, the the nonsense quick time events you're doing um it was super fun at the time on like the 360 when that you would like through the first time and then you would like punch someone in the face and the achievement would pop up on their cheek just as you finally hit them. Yeah. Like that was extra goofy and like no one did still no one really does that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's still fun. People should check that game out. Absolutely. Uh, and I played through all of the Ascent. Like I had played a bunch of it and I finished it. Okay. Uh, that has new DLC. That's why really yeah I caught up. It's already out? It's out. Yeah, it came out, I think, a month or two ago. Like, I'm pretty late on it, actually. Oh, so you did play the new DLC? No, that's that's oh, okay. coming up next. I just uh, wrapped 100% on the main game, base game. So. Okay. Yeah, right that game's still cool. Uh, speaking of which, I also wrapped up on Vampire Survivors until today. This morning, a new patch came out, which added a couple more things. So I'm going to jump back in that probably tonight. But... Yeah, I don't know. Just trying to wrap shit up. <laughs> I hear uh, 1.0 is very soon for Vampire Survivors, right? I think there's 
the date that came out that I read was September 29th. That's soon. Ooh, that's really soon. Yeah. Two weeks. And it's going to get a price increase, apparently, too. Not. I would like, assume so now that the full game's done. Not too much, apparently, but like that game is $3, so I definitely yeah. could see. Yeah, this is easily, if you're being like super cheap, this is easily worth 10 even like. I was going to say, like, what, did they go up to five? Yeah, that's probably sure what it's going to be. Five. It didn't say they, in the thing that I read. I'd be surprised if they went over ten. Oh, dude, I would be surprised if they hit ten. <laughs> Honestly. Not that they, like, don't deserve it. They absolutely do. The, yeah, no, they absolutely deserve more than ten. But just the fact that this person's whole kind of mindset has been, I just want to get it in people's hands. So yeah. for it is forever three dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that game is still super fun. I will say that the mindset of like just trying to keep up with the collection in the game and like get the achievements and unlocking stuff kind of ruined a little bit of the enjoyment for me because then it became more of like a chore. It started feeling like, oh, I have to get to level 99 this run or whatever instead of just kind of having fun trying stuff out. And also when you play it as much as I've been playing it, uh, that like... That whole I want to like try this type of run loses its appeal because you've done all of those types of runs and they all suck except for you find the meta essentially where you're just like, okay, if I'm going to get to over 30 minutes and like beat the Grim Reaper, I always need this, this and at least this. So you're always going to build into that and it kind of takes the fun out of like the randomness maybe feeling of that game. I don't know. That's a personal gripe that's like. This is a game that you play in like little spouts and stuff. And I've played about 40 hours in the last few weeks. So I've overdone it. Yeah. I'm really well, you only so glad that I just kind of ignored. You should just completely. pick at it. It's like, yeah. yeah, just pick at it. I'm just like, okay, now there's like a ton of updates. I'll just give it a shot now. That kind of setup. It was because one update specifically was just like, get to level 99 with each character and, uh, and do like these other things in one update. And then I was just like, Oh, man. All right, here we go. Here's going through every single character <laughs> or whatever. And then it felt like a chore that way. But it's done now. It it was never bad. It's a perfect podcast game, which is what I've been using oh, yeah. it for. But uh, yep. each run becomes samey at the after a while. Also a great Steam Deck game. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yep. yep. That's all I've been playing. All right, and John, it sounds like you haven't been playing stuff. Uh, free time has had nothing in it that I can talk about anyways, but uh, okay. stream-wise, currently I'm playing through Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, man. Right, okay. yeah, you were playing this last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, that doesn't hold up. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, first, we've done two streams of it now. The first stream was just, like, what I remember of the game. Like, I had played it when I was younger, I remember going through like Great Money Poo, going through like the caveman area, all like this nonsense. I mean, like, okay, yeah, like this, this has all been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I remember these jokes. The jokes a little dated, but whatever. It was probably always like that. Like, push the envelope sure. gameplay. It was like worse than I remember, but it was still like all right. And then I got to this week's stream, and it was just bad. Like checkpoints felt in like really bad spots. Like they stopped trying to tell jokes and they just kept doing references to movies for some reason, uh, bad checkpointing. So I'd have to go through areas over and over again, like awkward controls. And I'm just like, why am I playing this? Like, dude, it was bad. Like, 
I, I, I'd, ask, like, I'd ask my audience too the entire time. I'm like, yo, like I never hear anyone talk about like the second half of this game. Is there a reason for that? And everyone's like, yeah, you've pretty much figured it out. Everyone like the first half of the game is considered <laughs> the good half. Some <laughs> people like the second half, but most people were just like, yeah, no, we're not really defending this anymore. Back to my time with that game. Like I barely touched the single player. It was like a multiplayer game for me. Oh, the multiplayer friends. is great. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so I remember loving that as a kid, and from what people were telling me, they all kind of felt the same. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. the uh, The story the story mode's kind of been a bummer. I'm in the I'm in the second half of the game where it's just shooting segments now, so I'm just running around with machine guns fighting uh, Nazi knockoffs called Teddies. And then at some point, I'm gonna get to a Matrix parody, and then the ending of the game. So I'm That's just working right, through that yeah. right now. Wasn't there a sequel to this on the Xbox? No, the Xbox version was a remake, live and reloaded. Uh, okay, right, yeah. They that's they remade the game. They tightened up the they they fixed a bunch of issues in the game apparently. So I am kicking myself a little bit for not playing that version. But okay. uh, they they completely overhauled the multiplayer and apparently was not as fun. Mm. Pick the the sixty four version then if you knew the Xbox was better. Uh, I actually had people tell me that it was not the better version that they said that people like didn't like it for X and Y reasons. And then after we got through the N64 one or as far as we've gotten, we looked into it and we're like, oh, no, people are just stupid. This is the better version. Dudes, <laughs> I have definitely found that when people recommend something to me, they always pick some dumb reason because that's the, the dumb version because that's what they're nostalgic for. And then it's just like, yeah. oh, this one's way better. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am admittedly kicking myself a bit for not just doing live and reloaded. Yeah, it happens. Even though it has like some uncanny valley things because it's like, oh, the the models seem like weirdly like toyish and weirdly like not as entertaining, not as like invested as the N sixty four one seems. But does I don't the know. camera not suck ass though? Because that's always the thing. The camera does not suck ass from what I saw because it is garbo in the N sixty four one. But that's just because yeah. it's an N sixty four game. Totally. Yep. That like C buttons is your camera. Yeah, but I'm using rare replay. So like oh, uh, yeah. what what's really weird is like in the shooter sections, the right stick is how I move when I'm trying to shoot. Oh my sure. god. The controls no. are the controls are really weird in the shooter segments. They're like they're third person segments. So uh it is right trigger to like zoom into the over the shoulder view, no. left trigger held down and then released to fire. Oh, that's uh, terrible. Right right stick to move and left stick to aim it is insane wow. you can tell like they not they... update this so here's the thing rare replay did for jet force gemini jet force gemini has like a modern control scheme which is actually pretty good okay. i don't know if i just missed the option when i booted up rare replay or if they just didn't put it into conquer huh that's that's super weird but like looking at the achievement list for the game anyways on Rare Replay, it almost feels like they they didn't want to put too much time into it because there's like I think there's like 12 achievements per game and the majority of them are play a multiplayer mode five times and there's like five for the actual story mode. One being use a cheat code, one being turn on the game, <laughs> one being finish the game, one being find every money in the game. And I don't even remember what the fifth one was, but it's just it's just like, oh, yeah, die once. Those were the five achievements for the main <laughs> single player. I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. You clearly didn't even like this game yourselves. So, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, otherwise. All the stuff I've been playing is stream stuff. I got a bunch of sponsored streams I'm doing this weekend, so I'm trying out a bunch of brand new games that come out. Ooh, so cool. Like what? Uh, give me a second. Let me get my list up here. Tomorrow, oh. around 3.30 Mountain Time, 
I'm doing a stream of Blind Fate Edo no Yami, which looks okay. like a, like I played a that. cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of it? That's a 2.5D Metroidvania type thing where... Well, of course it, you played it then. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? Um, it took me about half an hour to get the feel of what they want you to do. It's very, like, countering an enemy base and, like, using... Yeah weaknesses and like different elements to fight them that's what it seemed like from what i had looked at they gave me the code and they were like you might want to like boot it up and give it a little try to make Definitely. sure like get the basics i'm like okay well maybe i should do that if, if they're saying it and now if you're is, saying it too doubly is there like a new port of this because this came out last year did it because this this game only came out uh, officially yesterday yeah like today. early access maybe uh oh i'm just i'm just looking at steam it says december 16th twenty. Yeah, they put the release date for when it uh, hits the store page, and that includes early access on Steam. Oh, you know what? You're probably looking at the prologue, because I'm looking at the Steam page right now, and it says release date September 15th, 2022. Oh, okay. Is Dojo the prologue? Yes. Dojo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, how am I supposed to know that? That's That's fair. That's fair, yeah. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the, the full name is Blind Fate Edo no Yami, and the full game came out officially today the 15th so yeah uh, i'd be interested to oh yeah you're gone i think i I will be interested to hear what you have to say about it maybe i'll watch the vod or something because i won't be around for that (laughs) yeah that's fair uh so that's friday saturday i'm playing a game called uh space tale but it's not the full game it's got a subtitle space tale lost in the sands this is the prologue to a full release uh, this game basically looks like and was marketed to me as uh, a combination of Hollow Knight and Ori and the Will of the Wisps and like the the HUD and the like the way the graphics look and the stage layout does look a lot like Ori as well. Oh, okay. So I'm playing I'm playing the prologue for this on Saturday. During yeah, Every Journey Cookie. Leads Home is the uh, one that hasn't been announced when that's coming out, I think, yet. Yeah, I think I, I believe it's in like a month or two. But yeah, this looked like, dope. Yeah. Yeah, this looks really cool. So I'm excited to try this one out. And then Saturday, I'm doing another stream as well. And on se- or sorry, on Sunday, rather, I'm doing another stream. And on Sunday, uh, I'm playing You Suck at Parking. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been wanting to yeah, that. That, that looks really, really stupid and really fun. Yeah, it does. But apparently they had to they haven't patched in the private lobbies yet. They had like a weird issue that they had to keep it out at the moment. So it's just going to be like random single player and random online online stuff. But I'm doing dare drop. So I'm going to be doing challenges and stuff, too. Yeah, dare drops. Great. But yeah, so that's the stuff I'm going to be trying out this week. And you'll have to wait a month to find out how I felt about it or watch the VOD or tune in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which might be preferable for John. I mean, I, it works out for me. Yeah, the higher viewership, the more I get paid. So please. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, okay, it. this last week for me, I've been playing through, I'm not done it, I'm about halfway, I think, through The Big Con, uh, which is a game that came out last year, but this summer they came out with the, like, bigger gr- grift edition or something like that. Um which just kind of put a bunch more in the whole thing. It's not like an extra area or something like that. So if you've played through the big con, you would have to like start over again, basically. Or maybe you can do like, no, actually I have no idea. Anyway, this is an adventure game set in the nineties. Um, and it's like, it's very like Nickelodeon and like extremely nineties inspired. Everyone looks like they're from Doug. 
as far as like the the art yeah. style and the characters like everyone's like green or purple and they all look like they were from the show Doug. So uh I'm I'm loving these vibes. Uh sure. every now and then you get to hang out with your friend Rad Ghost who is a rad ghost and um he just tells you cool stuff and so the whole point is you're becoming a con artist you're, your mom wants you to like go off to trombone camp but you don't want to become like a famous trombonist <laughs> you want to just work in the movie the family movie store but you but the family movie store is like in debt so you're go, you go on this like cross-country road trip con people out of their money and each level you're getting more and more money with that and whatnot okay cool and it's a lot of like oh this person wants like this weird drink i'm gonna get the drink by doing a series of like trades and then i'm gonna let, make it hard uh, for them they're gonna have to pay you so like one of the funny jokes is you go up to one guy and you're, you're on like a train level so quiet finally and then you just keep asking him questions over and over and he's like can you please leave me alone like i just wanted to like have a nice peaceful sit here and eventually it leads to, to your character just saying like can i have 50 bucks and i'll leave and he's like what your entire like con here is annoy me to to get you to to and then you want me to pay to leave it's like yeah so you, you make 50 bucks that way and it's a whole series of like jokes and weird stuff like that if you are okay. gonna play it go in the options turn on the laugh track uh because then just when like the silly jokes happen the laugh track will just kick in and that's always just a fun time um it's good it's it's silly uh it's on like everything it, it was announced this last week that it is coming to game pass in the future there's no yeah. date for that so you could pick it up uh now i think it's like 15 bucks or you could maybe wait a month or two and it is on its way to game pass but that's the big con and if you like 90 stuff i think you'll be pretty into the sense of humor and whatnot cool on top of that i've been playing finally outriders world slayer dlc is this uh, as short I'm... as people say it is? Are you done it? <laughs> okay. I've probably put in around three to four hours. Okay. And Somebody said it was two hours long. And I was like, that's ridiculous. There's no way. Maybe if if you set like the difficult. So, you know, since it's a looter shooter, you. Yeah. Much like, you know, Borderlands, there's like a like level within your level to make it more difficult. Mm -hmm. and the thing that Out outriders had is it would like raise it's called the apocalypse difficulty it would yeah. raise that apocalypse difficulty or the world difficulty when you're playing the base game automatically and you can just set it to like stay at the bottom so you yeah. probably could beat this if you just kept everything at one but you'd be getting no good loot and what's the point yeah there would be no, absolutely no challenge so i'm i'm playing it at the level my character should be at and i want to say because there is a new there's a couple new skill trees one of the which the skill trees you only get the currency for it at specific story points. So there's actually only five um, points you get for the skill tree. Okay. I have three of those five. So I want to say I'm kind of right in the middle and I put three to four hours in. Okay. So I would assume I have another one to two hours of, of stuff before they want me to like gr grind and just keep trying to get a stronger character and whatnot. Sure. Um, but I'm enjoying it. It's more Outriders. Um, I'm liking the new skill tree because you get some fun uh, abilities to add on to your character and whatnot. Um, and it's nice just, you know, seeing the numbers go up once again, because, you know, I, I pretty much maxed out Outriders the first time. So it's more of that. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, it's a good time. Two thumbs cool. up for Outriders. 
as as one of Outriders like biggest fans, apparently. So. Yeah, I would definitely say definitely on this panel. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, with that, let's do some news. Uh, apparently, it was like live stream week. Like, yeah, there was it's like a Tokyo e- Game Show. Yeah, none of these were even related to Tokyo Game Show. This was all before Tokyo Game Show happened. There was four live streams. Like, this was an E3 level of live streams since we last recorded. Uh, I have them here in order. They came. They came out. Okay. First, uh, why don't we talk about what Ubisoft showed at their Ubisoft Forward event over the weekend? Um, sure. It's, I'm gonna I'll, spoilers. It's a lot of Assassin's Creed. Like a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of Assassin's Creed coming. <laughs> like an overwhelming number of Assassin's Creed games are currently in uh, production. But I get. We'll go, we can go through them in order. They showed some more Ra- Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. That game's coming out October 20th. That's soon. I'm I'm very looking forward to that. It showed a lot of Skull and Bones. Yeah. Which is a game that is apparently coming out somewhat soon. I mean, people have played that like early look or whatever. And yes. I haven't heard glowing things about it, but people are like, yeah, all right. I mean, the people they had on the stream seemed really into it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this means nothing about the quality of them. I haven't heard of any of those people. <laughs> So. Sure. Well, I mean, it's also Ubisoft's not going to have someone come up on their stream and just be like, I don't know, it was OK, I guess. No, sure. But like what I'm saying is that like if PewDiePie or Ninja or somebody that's huge liked it, they would be on there. Right. Like, I don't know. Sure. It just yeah. it just feels like he's like, yeah, we picked this guy because he likes her. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They showed more Riders Republic, which I thought I was surprised that game still existed. Um, that looks okay, I guess. What? Sure. They, they talked to Division Two. They're still they're starting into year five of the Division Two. Um, All of the Division well stuff as, actually pissed me off because I like oh, the Division Two a lot, and this is right. just like, yeah, that still exists, and we know you're out there. So we're just going to give you a bone while we like work on this free to play thing and this mobile garbage. It did show some Division Heartland, which is like a survival based. Uh, division game or set in the division universe and then the, the division resurgence which is the mobile division game yeah a lot of mobile okay. stuff in general this time around <clears throat> they also too. talked showed rainbow or tom clancy's rainbow six mobile okay they have a partnership coming with netflix so i guess they're working on more mobile games Trackmania is coming to console they showed off rocksmith they announced just dance it seems like it's been a while since we've heard of just dance um, but like I said, the big thing was Assassin's Creed. So let's talk about Assassin's Creed. I think they announced five Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of interested in a few of them just based on what it sounds like. But the thing is, is that those were the ones that are just like, yeah, this is somewhere in the future. So in 2027, let's talk about Hexy, I guess, because that seems maybe interesting. <laughs> yeah, so we'll go through them in order and we'll finish with Hexy. So the first yeah. one was Assassin's Creed Mirage. Also, pretty much all of these have been leaked, <laughs> so we yes. kind of knew about them. Assassin's Creed Mirage is uh, the one that follows Basim from Valhalla, and this is the game that is supposed to be very Assassin's Creed 1-like. They're getting rid of the, like, the loot system and going back to the actual stealth mechanics, apparently. Sure. I'm interested in that as like yeah. a bit of a change, something a little fresh for the Assassin's Creed. 
Yep. Um, I'm doing a documentary series. If you wanted to watch about, it's been 15 years since Assassin's Creed one came out, which was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Makes sense. It was a PS three and three sixty game and yep. pretty early at that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, they announced some more DLC coming to Valhalla. The final one. Right? Yeah. The last yeah, chapter it's called the last chapter. And I think this one's actually going to be free. For everyone. Okay. So sure. They announced a mobile Assassin's Creed set in China where you get to make your own character. And this is Assassin's Creed codenamed Jade. Man, it was hilarious because when they showed this, it's like Assassin's Creed uh, codenamed Jade or whatever. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to China. Finally, mobile game. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's also hard to tell, like, what style of Assassin's Creed this one is. They didn't really yeah. show any gameplay for any of them. No. They mentioned they're doing an Assassin's Creed Netflix show. Yeah, because that movie was amazing. So that makes sense. I still need to watch that movie. No, you don't. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I need I need to watch that. You movie. know what the problem with that movie is? Is it's boring, which is the worst thing a movie that called Assassin's Creed could be. Sure. Yeah, I, I know it's not good, but I just need to know. Sure. Um, it's Creed codenamed Red. They're finally doing the Assassin's Ugh. Creed Japan game. I want to see this. Like, I need to see gameplay, obviously, but I'm they have my attention for sure. So this is the next one in the like open world loot style Assassin's Creed game. So following Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla, this is the next one. And this is a ways off. They said uh, Mirage is coming out next year. Yeah. The rest are all just like, who knows? Yeah. And then, yes, the last one they announced was Assassin's Creed codenamed Hexy. Which they pretty much just showed a logo. It sounds like it's going to involve like witches and stuff. People are saying they're assuming it's a Salem Wood trial area or era. Interesting. No, it's not Salem. Um, it's like the Roman Catholic witch trial. Oh, okay. Crusades? No, it's not the Crusades because I was they they've done the Crusades. I was gonna say that's why I was surprised. The Blair Witch Project. <laughs> That would be great. Finally, Assassin's Creed I can get behind. Oh, Holy Roman Empire witch trials. Uh, oh, the Roman thing. witch trials. What's kind of interesting about this one, though, is that the um, the lead on it is Clint Hawking. He's back. Yeah, that's why I'm excited for it. And for those who don't know, he, he was like the game director for Far Cry 2, which was like a very interesting like physics, you know, game system a Far Cry game before they turned Far Cry into the same game over and over every single year. So, well, he was Chaos Theory, which is like one of the best Splinter Cells IMO. I liked Far Cry too, even though I could see why people hated it. And I never played Legion, but I heard Legion was bad. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, yes. I should say. Oh, Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, I heard I that was Legion. Bad. It's, I think it's just forgettable. Yeah. So, um, who knows? I mean, he's an interesting game director and and his games yeah. try new things is kind of the exciting part about this but again they showed less about this one than the other ones and they did not show much about the other ones right they talked about assassin's creed infinity which is their like hub thing where everything's going to connect but even then they didn't give a good picture of what that actually means yeah so i don't even know if they know like PlayStation Home, probably. Yeah, so you'll get to make your own room. 
your own. And when you if you walk if you walk Templar out of this door, you're yeah. you're in Valhalla. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I hope you're ready for so much Assassin's Creed. Always. Yeah, I mean, I I'm just like, what are you doing? Because I remember back when they were doing two Assassin's Creed games a year, and I was and I couldn't keep up. And and when when they started like taking a year off, it was like, thank God. And now it's just like full steam ahead. Yeah, I thought they took the year off specifically because they were like they felt the quality of the series was going down. Like, why suddenly this shift? I I because they can. <laughs> I have no idea, <laughs> but yes, I I agree with you. It's a lot. There's a lot of Assassin's Creed. Yep. Maybe if Riders Republic did better, but maybe Assassin's <laughs> Creed is the only thing doing well for them, so they got to double down. That was actually my theory. It's like, yeah, we got to do the thing that makes us money because we're dying. <laughs> um. Next live stream was Nintendo's, the Nintendo yep. Direct, which, yeah. which was I, I want to say is was a little disappointing just because the like rumor hype on this is going to be a Zelda blowout was like so oh. high and then it wasn't. And even that afternoon, I had already started seeing more rumor hype about like a, a Metroid blowouts on the horizon. And it's like, you guys got to stop with this, man. Yeah. You, you just, you're just going to keep hurting yourselves. Like where do, where do these rumors come from? <laughs> just stop trusting rumors. My God, you'll sleep better at night. Yeah, this Zelda was a one I was hearing like everywhere. And I don't know if it was just because like one rumor started and then like every outlet yeah like made an article I'm sure about it that. it's 100 yeah. percent what happened yep uh this article i pulled is not in the order they showed it i think it's in order of like hype, hype. yeah um but I'll, I'll just kind of go down it in that way we got a release date and a name for the next zelda the breath of the wild sequel how do you guys feel about tears of the kingdom i don't care i don't care about right. i want to see more game I have to laugh at uh, the originally they did not show the direct live in the UK. And I was like, why? And then I saw the name of the game. I'm like, oh, OK, might might have been a good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they just uh, they put up the live, not the live stream, but the VOD for the, yeah. in the UK. And the release date, May 2023. So my Which question is probably get bumped think, again. You, you think so? You think it'll get pumped? I don't think. So. Oh, yeah. I, I think it'll get pumped it. again. I guess we'll find out. We, we'll have to remember this for when we do our end of the year predictions. Do you think in all this hints at new Switch hardware? Oh. Good date. The date is really, really close to when the Switch came out. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I mean, here's I, I wish... <laughs> I don't really want to play yeah. this on a on an older Switch, yeah. but it almost seems like it'd be too soon. But then again, the Switch got announced and launched within like four months. Yeah, but you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, they announced the next Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Engage. Um, it looks anime as fuck. This guy yeah. has two colors in his hair. True, and eyes, and eyes. Yep, I'll I like Fire Emblem. I'll play the next Fire Emblem, of course. Yeah. It, so they did. They did show very small, like a screenshot, pretty much of Pikmin Four. Spent like eight minutes talking about Pikmin Bloom, yeah. which I laughed at because that's been out for how long now? <laughs> and it is that is a very boring game. 
And all I could assume is like, man, we should talk about it on the direct more and get some more people in here. Mm. I'm assuming Miyamoto was like, we got to do it. We got it. I love this thing. We got to talk about it. I'm not going to. I'm not making Pikmin 4 unless you guys talk about Pikmin Bloom again. Give me he spent like two minutes it. showing his shirt. He said, I have the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's apparently a whole bunch of merch they're doing with that letter P now. That shirt was nice. It was a nice that shirt. That was a nice shirt. If you like the letter P, it's great. I do. I'm very oh, fond of that letter. Yeah. Um, Goldeneye is coming to the Nintendo Switch Online service. Yeah. Yep. Also this led was... to. Oh yeah, no, you're about to say it. You're about to say it yourself. This also led to some weird uh, questions around what exactly is showing up where, because at the same time, Microsoft and Rare tweeted out that Goldeneye is also coming to re- owners of Rare Replay. <laughs> as well as Game Pass. But it's not the same version. So from what people have been asking around and confirming is it sounds like our online one is just a port of the N64 version. Absolutely, of course, yeah. With yeah. online multiplayer. Yeah, like, I mean, like the other games are, right? On Rare the Replay services. one is the 360 version. Probably. Is an actual upscale updated one with yep. 4K visuals, faster frame rate. Yep. It looks better. It's smoother. No online multiplayer. Yeah, that's a bummer. There must. There's got to have been some weird agreement that happened there. Like so, like NSO like, has its own built-in online. So I guess because that's just the ROM they're running, basically. So, but. Uh, yeah, even the Perfect Dark port had multiplayer, from what I remember, online multiplayer. Yeah, it did. This is such a, like, cut your baby in half. Like, what do you want? The better-looking running version or the one you can play with your friends? Yeah. Or, you know? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm curious to see how people are going to feel playing that. If they didn't do any control updates, I'm curious to see if people are like, oh, why do people like this so much? That's the thing is that the N64 version is actual shit is the problem. It plays like garbage, but you can play it with your friends, so you kind of don't care. (laughs) The thing is, it's going to be a bunch of people being like, yo, we used to play that. Let's hop on and do it again. And then at that point, they probably won't even care really about the controls because they're going to be like, yeah, you have the rocket, man. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I can tell you from experience of playing that like ROM that a pop popped up or whatever that ISO of the th- scrap 360 version that was basically done. That game plays way fucking better <laughs> that version or whatever. And that's probably like close to what this is going to be on the Xbox. X, the Rare Replay one. Yeah. So yeah. by the way, Rare Replay, I believe, is discounted right now. So like if for whatever reason you don't have Game Pass and you don't have Rare Replay, like now's the time to like pick it up because I think it's like six or seven bucks. It's a stupidly good deal. Yeah, it definitely should do that. Yeah. Argue Rare Replay was a stupidly good deal when it launched at like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. That thing is fantastic. And it's yep. cool that they're like adding another game into there like years later. Uh, more stuff coming to the Switch Online. Pilot Wing 64, the first three Mario parties, both the Pokemon Stadiums, which I'm way more into. Yeah, that's dope. And Snowboarding and Excite Bike 64. Uh, yeah, then there was just like a bunch of, of announcements. Did anything jump out to you guys? We don't have to go through all of these. I think Theatrhythm looks looked great. nice. Theatrhythm I'm excited for. Yeah, that looked great. Uh, oh, I'm mad that I'm going to buy Return to Dreamland again, but I'm going to. So 
whatever. Okay. Yeah, I I played through this Wii one. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, the joke around this whole event was that there's a lot of farming games coming out. Yep. And it definitely felt like every second game that they showed was a game that involved farming. I mean, Harvest oh. also looks neat, so. Yeah. So another interesting one. So they announced Tales of Symphonia Remastered. Mm-hmm. And people looked into it and confirmed this one only runs at 30 frames per second, meaning... The only version of Tales of Symphonia that runs at 60 is the GameCube version. I was told this, too. That's funny. (laughs) You've heard why, though, right? I'm assuming it's because they hate us. (laughs) No. Um, The way they program the game, the frame rate is tied to a bunch of other values and things in the game. So if you literally try to increase the frame rate because it's based on this PS2 port version, you break everything else in the game. Someone did footage of just increasing the frame rate to 60, and it turns out everyone's like idle animations go absolutely wild. There's footage out there of people fucking with the frame rate of the PC port, and it's just absolutely bonkers to watch. Weird. Yeah, that sucks. That's a problem with like a lot of Japanese games. That's why a lot of them can't be ported up without rebuilding. Yeah. Well, they're calling this a remake. Like the damage tied to frame rate or something like that. Yeah. Some game, I remember. A lot of games do that, though. To be fair, but uh, Master Detective Archives Raincode. Look, I, I'm probably going to check that out at some point. Oh, OK. Create from Which, the Dragon Rampa creator. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, that guy. That one looked good. That looked neat. John, I want to know your thoughts on fitness boxing Fist of the North Star. I'm going to get it because <laughs> I love Fist so of the North funny. Star. Yeah, I was just like, what is this? All right. This is dumb enough that I think I need this. It looked good. Yeah. Very odd for sure. Yeah. It takes two's coming. That game's fantastic. And then uh, yeah, Sifu is getting a portable version. Fatal Frame, new one. Arvastella is the only one of the uh the farming ones that I was like kind of intrigued with yeah. at all. But like I've played some of the other ones. Like Factorio is great, so yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I never got into Rune Factory games, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, shout out to shout out to the front mission ports where they're like, yeah, we finally got a rough date for the first one. Second one's just sometime next year. And we're announcing the third one, too, even though none of them are out yet. I'm just like, what are you doing? Release a game first. Jesus. Yeah. We also got a release date for Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII reunion of December 13th. That's coming right. out on everything. But I believe this is yep. the first time they've, they've put given a date to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, not when they announced that they gave it a date. So maybe you might be maybe. right. Like I, I just remember not being surprised when I saw the date. I'm like, oh yeah, I think they said that already. I guess not. I might be misremembering as well. And then yeah, more DLC for Mario Kart and Mario Strikers and uh, golf, uh, Switch Sports. Well, no, they announced it was a delay for the golf for Switch Sports, which was already like, okay, maybe you need that sooner. Should have been there at launch. What are you doing? The, yeah. Specifically the golf? Yeah. Yeah. That was Nintendo. Let's talk about Sony for a little bit. They had a quick state of play. Uh, highlights included announcing Tekken 8. Yeah, I'm in. Let me see more of that game. Although that's that's Sue announced at Evo, so... Uh, like a dragon, Ishin is coming to the west. Um, Looked interesting. Yeah, this is a port of the uh, ancient times uh, 
Yakuza games because they made two of those. Apparently, this also, they revealed to, they have officially changed the name of the series. Over here, it is now Like a Dragon. It is not Yakuza anymore. That they had amazing. a separate little stream. Um, I think this one was tied to the Tokyo Game Show uh, where they announced a bunch of Yakuza stuff. Uh, I'll just yeah. go through the ones that I had pulled. So, yeah, they've changed this. The name is now Like a Dragon because it is not Yakuza-focused anymore. Makes sense, yep. And I believe that's the Japanese name for the series anyways was Like a Dragon. Uh, they announced a they announced like a dragon eight, uh, which uh, is going to have both the protagonists from the series back in it. And they also announced a like middle like one that takes place between, I think, six and seven called like a dragon Gaijin, the man who erased his name, uh, which is this is not going to be a smaller one, more like classic Yakuza. Yeah, because it follows what happens with uh, with Kiryu, who was the main character of the last six, sorry, seven games. First six, yeah. Yeah. Well, zero, yeah, zero through six, so seven games. Yeah. And then State of Play, they showed off more God of War. That thing looks great. They announced a God of War controller. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty, like, low-key stream, in yeah. my opinion. Yep. And then the last one, there was an Xbox, an ID at Xbox One the following day. Not really any big breaking news from there. I think the only thing that was super exciting is a sequel to Turn Up Boy Commits yep. Tax Evasion I called Turn Up Boy <laughs> Robs a Bank. Robs a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fun trailer where they're like, does that why does that turn up have a gun? I literally thought I was like, it, I wonder if this is going to be called Turn Up Boy Robs a Bank. And I sure nailed enough. it, nailed it there in one. Go. Um the first game's great. Uh, it's on Game Pass if it's, and people haven't played it. Uh, so I will happily play some more Turnip Boy. Just messing with stuff. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was more of kind of a gameplay showcase. Not really any announcements there. Uh, some quick news hits that weren't live stream focused. Ubisoft ha has announced they are leaving $60 behind for its big releases. Great. This is going to happen eventually. This is not shocking news. Uh, so, for example, Skull and Bones new gen is going to be $70, which they had said before. Some of the games will come at the same price as the competition. The big AAA games will come at 70 So I'm sure this is them looking at other publishers and developers marking their games at 70 not getting too much of a backlash. Yeah. Saying, well, if they can do it, we can get away with it, too. So. I'm sure this will lead to even more people raising the price because they can. Yeah, probably. Um, on the opposite hand, The Sims 4 is going free to play. Okay. Starting yeah. uh, October 18th. It'll be free to play on PC, Mac, and consoles. So, yeah, good for them. That's, yeah. Seems like a slam dunk. Uh, some of the coolest news, I think, is the Xbox PC app updated this week and now includes how long to beat information for all of the games. Yeah, they should just I've been using a third party launcher for like all my PC stuff. And like there's a plug in to do this. Every launcher should have this because it's phenomenal. Every launcher, every storefront. Like, yeah, you should totally just scrape that information, put it right on there. That is such a customer friendly move. Like, yeah, I'm surprised this didn't happen earlier. It's so this good. is using the site. How long to beat, right? Yes. The one that yep. viewers put all their info in on. OK, yes. Yep. Yep. And it shows all four of the numbers like, you know, main, main plus extras, completionist combined gives you all that um, on the app. 
Very cool. And last bit of news is Overwatch 1 will be ending on October 2nd. Overwatch 2 launches the 4th, so they will not be live simultaneously. There will only be one Overwatch game at any given time, which kind of makes sense because all of 1 is going to be in 2. Yep. And 2 is free to play for the PvP, so you're not really going to be losing much, but you will most likely have to like download a new launcher. Or maybe they'll just like allow you to do like a patch that kind of changes it. I don't know. Get ready for that. I'm bummed. I'm going to be in India when Overwatch 2 launches, and that's probably when like everyone's going to be coming back, and I'm going to be missing out on that. Stupid rhinos and <laughs> camels. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting there on my on my camel tour in the desert, just like, I'm going to be playing Overwatch 2 right now. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Just, just wait for my selfie where I'm like, I'd be having a better time if Overwatch 2 is in my hands. And then, of course, they they get it and like use that as promotional or whatever. That'd be great. It's going to be like a photo of like me and my girlfriend and the caption is going to be like having fun, but not as much fun as if I was at home playing Overwatch 2. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do some questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address. EDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's P.O. Box. Paul, would you like to do this first chunk? I absolutely would love to. All right, we got episode titles from VGC Kenny, uh, which we're going to have a kind of thing at the end here, uh, VGC Kenny. These are the last titles, basically, that are going to be coming for the time being, just as a heads up to everybody. Yeah, VGC so. Kenny has announced on the Discord, as he t- and he tweeted to at us, that uh, he is no longer going to be continuing them, but he is looking for someone to take it over. So if anyone, any other listeners out there would like to keep naming our episodes retroactively for us, yeah, get in t- contact with VGC Kenny, check the Discord. I think someone has already stepped up, um, but I, I don't know if it's official yet or whatnot, but that's putting that out there. But thank you. Thank yes. VGC Kenny. They've done it for like years at this point. Um, Yep. They like they've done dozens of these episodes, if not hundreds. Uh, So everyone, you know, show some love uh, for them. Thank you for your service. Let's end it off with a bang. May 5th, Nathan and his infinite box of treasures. I don't think I was here for this. If Nathan was here, or. Oh, you're right. Fifth. Oh, I, I would have been here, I think. May 5th. When was this again? May 5th. May 5th. Okay, obviously Nathan was here. Oh. didn't Wasn't, wasn't there it, an episode where he just, like, had, like, a bunch of random stuff for, like, show and tell or something? Yeah, that was say We had a show and tell episode, sort of. He just, like, started bringing stuff up and playing with them or whatever. <laughs> I think I could, that seems like a Nathan thing. <laughs> that might, this might have been when I was around uh, Chicago times. So I may have been gone. I don't because I don't really remember this. Okay. Uh, context was Nathan was on, and for the questions, he had some props he showed off to the camera, causing Sean to call it out. So apparently, you were here. here. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure all four of us were there for that one. I think that was a full yeah. house one. Yeah. Uh, May twelfth, the ultimate game and watch. I'm going to guess this is a play date. Yeah, I was going to say this has to be. I was trying to think, is this Steam Deck? No, I did not have mine yet. I bet this is a play date. Yeah. Play date would make sense because this is around the time I think you got yours, Sean. May 12th. Yeah, because I got my Steam Deck 
a little later in that in June. So this, yeah. Okay. Context. <clears throat> if I could highlight this, how Sean described his shiny new play date. Yep, easy. Uh, May nineteenth. That puzzle is probably E for everybody. That puzzle. Oh, is this probably- was. John was like doing puzzles with his like nephews, maybe. And I asked if there was like a ratings board for puzzles. For puzzles. I remember you asking for a rating board for puzzles, and I think I looked it up, but I don't remember what the answer was. I want to say there was one or yeah. something. That sounds about right. Context. This is a long context. Hold on. <laughs> um, this is three or four lines. Okay. Talking about Evil Dead, the game special edition box that comes with weird oh. things, including a puzzle. Sean was wondering why the image of the puzzle wasn't on the puzzle wasn't great. And Paul suggested that there was a maybe an ESRB of puzzles might have prevented that. Okay. Yeah, I don't John think I was there for that one. Episode. No, yeah. when, I, when I showed off the special edition, it was just Paul and I. Uh, June 2nd, the end of this escape room is my heart. <laughs> oh my god this this sounds so familiar i'm assuming this is escape academy was that around that time it might have been yeah actually june 2nd june 2nd yeah yeah i I want maybe because but i thought i i thought i played it after summer games fest and summer games fest would have been did it already happen i can't remember if it already happened or if it was about to happen the, my guess is Escape Academy. At know. the end of this escape room is my heart. That sounds so familiar, but I can't picture what it would have been about. Context is, when asked about what real horror movie figures they'd want to date on Hooked on You, you guys discussed Jigsaw and how oh, elaborate that oh. setup would be. Yes, okay, okay. Totally that makes sense. The Dead by Daylight dating game, that all makes right. sense now. That makes sense, yeah. That's so stupid. June 8th. The least surprising thing I could think of. This is... Man. That could be so many things. That could be so many things. Was this around Naughty 3? Like, the Summer's Game Fest? Because then it's like, there's actually no way we could get this. If that was around that time. What was a game that got an obvious sequel announced? So it's just like, I, I, it sounds like I'm the one who said, like, that's the least surprising thing I could think of. Like, that game getting a sequel. Yeah, the least surprising thing I could think that of. That sounds like... <sighs> Nintendo oh, not doing any E3's presentation. The least surprising thing I could oh, think of. Oh, I'm going to do some, something like that. I'm going to do some meta gaming here because the next one has Summer Game Fest Dash in the title. So this is okay. apparently not a Summer Games Fest episode. And Summer Games Fest happened the same weekend as like not E3. So I don't think it has to do with game announcements. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I don't think. I so, have no idea. I don't. I also don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Context is a story came up about how Nintendo has a sequel to one to switch, but are sitting on it because in playtest, nobody likes the game. Sean reacted as such. <laughs> oh okay okay there was no way i was gonna guess that well it was oh. nintendo so yeah it's yeah always we were, yeah john is a little close i guess uh june 16th summer game fest dash that one dude that you did kill that one dude that you did kill have 
No idea. <laughs> I don't I'm trying know. to think if I like I played a game where I killed somebody at Summer Games Fest, but not really. Like, I don't Did remember. Did you kill someone at Summer Games Fest? Is maybe that was what happened? Mm. No, I don't. Not that I remember. I don't think I actually killed anyone there. Besides Jeff Keeley while interviewing him. <laughs> I haven't seen him since, so, <laughs> you know. I actually don't no, know. I have no idea. All right. Context is, uh, oh, this, like, it doesn't even have to do with gaming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul was going through a background check for a new job where they were making sure he wasn't a murderer, and Sean brought up that one time he totally did kill a real guy. Okay. Not really, though. Why would you put joke. Summer Games Fest in the name? <laughs> that threw me off so much. Yeah. That's probably why they put it in there, to throw you off. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Good job. <laughs> uh, June 23rd. You gotta respect the death of this teen. What? I don't think I was here for this one. I don't... I one have of these no I was idea. gone for. Heard <laughs> I'm tapping out on it. It's four lines long, too, of context. I don't know. <laughs> Holy smokes. Say it one more time. You got to respect the death of this teen. Oh, I have absolutely no idea. What is the four lines of context? All right. It is talking about how, oh, the quarry had a pre-order bonus that allowed you to rewind events so characters didn't have to die. Uh, Sean and Paul were puzzled because the people who would pre-order it would be the people who would want to play it without their first time, uh, without that the first time, and let the teens die. Well, no, I was there for that. I remember that line. <laughs> discussion about the quarry pre-order. Yeah. This is All another, right. this is a three-line context one. Uh, the 30th, June 30th. He doesn't care about the top-down perspective. Okay, I wasn't here for this one because I was in Calgary. Okay. Um, so I have a feeling you guys said this about me. Oh, Dad, sure. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. We were probably just giving you crap for just not being here, even though you were in town. I bet you that's exactly what it is. We talk a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Fair yeah, enough. honestly, probably. Context. While Sean was trapped in an airport in Canada, Nathan guested, apparently. And brought most of the energy as Paul and John were really tired. <laughs> Sean believed John believed Sean would not like this low energy podcast, but Paul said he didn't listen and he went on to say this. Yeah, that's I remember. Bad. I was like, Sean doesn't listen. Like he doesn't care about the top down perspective. Actually, I think that's how I started it. It's like he doesn't wow. care about the top down perspective. I June think it 30th. was pretty early in the episode, yeah. yeah. Uh July seventh. I just hate that I'm the one that's the Matrix. <laughs> what? I just hate that I'm the one that's the Matrix. I feel like oh, I, I said that. I just hate that I am the one that's the Matrix. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm the Matrix. This. I don't. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I remember no us talking about the Matrix. Uh, I'm going to guess that John said this. That's my. That's all I can that, think of. I feel like Fair. I said this. Based, the, the wording sounds like something I'd say. Yeah. Uh, John was playing GTA 5, and when playing it on stream, he got hacked and all this weird stuff happened. Sean remarked on the novelty of, of it, and this was his response. Okay. Yeah, so yes. 
vaguely remember this conversation. Okay, yes. this next one is 100% Sean's one about when he was up here cleaning or whatever. Uh, July 14th. I now own six different plastic guitar <laughs> controllers. Oh, that wasn't... I did No, that this is when you here. went on the weird uh, binge but this of... Is weird. Or, well, <laughs> the totally he went normal over binge. eBay. He was eBay hunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, eBay and and Craigslist. Uh, yeah, that was down here. It had, but yeah. it had nothing to do with the... Uh, um, Your uh, Guitar Hero rock band spree that you went on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Context. Sean caught Guitar Hero slash Rock Band Fever and went on a spending spree to get all the games he was missing as well as new equipment in the year of earlier 2022. Sometimes you got to buy a 360 in, in 2022. It, it just happens. Yep. Um, July 21st, The Batman Room. I I honestly have no idea. The Batman room. Okay, so the Batman came out way earlier, so it doesn't have to do with the movie. Yeah. Did we... Did Was there any reason one of us would be talking about having a room dedicated to Batman? Was I talking about the possibility of moving at that point? I don't remember. I oh, so. maybe into a bigger place so you could have the Batman room. Like, this sounds maybe? kind maybe? of familiar, but I don't okay, know why. Maybe. I have the three of us. I assume I would be the one to have a Batman room. So yeah, probably. I want to say it had something to do with like, like we were talking about like getting like like a full size cutout or a full size statue or something like that. Of and Batman, maybe that kind of led to a Batman room. That that kind of ring. I don't know. That's my okay. only guess. Okay, sure. Context is. When asked if you wanted a life-size Batman statue, Paul explained he didn't want a life-size anything statue unless it had its own room. So, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, good poll. Uh, Holy kinda, shit. Kind of got it. Holy shit. Good poll. <laughs> okay, I know this one. July 28th. I'll use my answer to help John get his pinball table out. <laughs> what? I know this answer, so I'll I wait. I don't remember. This, this is one. what the what are we saving if we yeah. can from the house we're gonna get? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Given like to... infinite like time or whatever it was. I'm like, do I, I have infinite time like, to get my pinball table? You out? can get one thing now, yeah. Yeah, that, I think it was yeah. like a, during a fire you can save one thing. And it's not like a family member or a pet, like a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh context. When asked what you get out of your burning house. After the people and pets were safe, Paul didn't have an answer, so he cashed in his help to, his to help John's pinball table out. Yeah. Homie. Uh, August 4th. That thing's dope, man. I've never even heard of Dead by Daylight. What? That's the whole quote? Yeah, that's it. I've never, I've never even, I guess, heard is capitalized. I've never even heard of Dead by Daylight. I have a feeling this has to do with the dating sim. It was around maybe that time. because Paul what, didn't like it. He was saying maybe the developers haven't even heard of Dead by Daylight or something like that. I don't, that's We might have been talking about the fact that those devs made the Doritos Crash Course games. Maybe? Because I know mm. this was around the time I think I was trying to do Crash Course 2 and I found out you couldn't play it anymore. Oh, really? Oh, it was around that time? That. Okay. okay. Might have been. All right. This is kind of a longer context one, too. Um, talking about Hooked on You, I guess Sean was right. 
Sean and Paul had a brief discussion about a hypothetical person who just plays dating sims and finds hooked on you. Sean would be surprised by this person's existence. Paul would not. No. Uh, August 11th. Be a man. <laughs> what? Be That's a man. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, That's way too broad. Yeah. <laughs> It's only a one-liner, too, for context, so it's a quick one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Context is... Sean complaining about cowards not wanting to get KO'd in multiverses. <laughs> uh, August 18th. A drunken midnight Amazon shopping spree. Oh, okay. I know This is the see, Embracer see. group. Buying a bunch Embracer of shit group. overnight. Drunkenly at, at like at like nine p.m. On, as Sean puts it, yeah, it's, it's just a gotta be it, spray. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I said this, yeah. Discussing a variety of things, the Embracer Group bought now owns. Yep, okay. Uh, the twenty fifth of August, gargling with a Big Mac. Three lines of context. What? <laughs> gargling with a Big Mac. I said this. I don't remember what for some reason like a really like wet or greasy Big Mac comes to mind so it's gargleable oh, oh I'm gonna throw up <laughs> oh that's so gross <laughs> context that's is can, yeah John got a McDonald's ad while monitoring the stream the question came up about whether or not the lady eating it actually eats it or spits it out Sean then compared it to wine tasting which grossed out John immensely <laughs> Yeah, I believe yep. it. That tracks. Uh, September 1st. If you don't like the new this week, guess what? Oh, the news this week, guess what? It's your own people's fault. This was because I didn't... I'm not the news dude around here. Oh, right. Cool stuff. This, so was, I this just was the said, viewers. The viewers I, did all the news. I literally said, give me news for tonight's show, and then just read everything they gave me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what that is. Context. Uh... Paul was in charge of assembly news and Sean was out. He passed a buck to Discord people. This was the warning before going in. And then I wasn't here for the last one here. This is four lines of context. So oh man, uh, John. last week's PAX West 22 dash. Please call me 420 Blazemaster. <laughs> Sean kept saying this because oh. he asked me, uh, <laughs> Do you have any people in real life you refer to by their username? Yeah, and someone I said, wrote in with that question. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I uh, kept saying, like, yeah, I got a couple people on stream I refer to on that, but like in person, you probably do it once and then switch to their real name if they say it. Sure. And you just say, please call me 420 Blazemaster. <laughs> yeah, like I was playing it out like in real life if okay. someone was like saying that to you. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty funny. And you kept saying it so like <laughs> deadpan the entire time. It was great. Yep. Uh, when asked about calling online friends or username, you know what? Yes, it's all there. This is a long context. You have got it perfectly. Nice. <laughs> thank you again for writing. Once that. again, thank you, Kenny, for, for all for the so long. names. Uh, I will read our first question. Rasterman writes, have you ever worn a video game related accessory like a ring, earring, bracelet, etc.? If so, what was it? If not, do you have any in mind to wear in the future? I mean, shirts. Yeah. I mean, if shirts don't count, like I used to wear like a Nintendo dog tag. I used to wear Squall's Lionheart as a pendant. Okay. 
Uh, I used to, I had a, uh, Resident Evil umbrella watch I wore for a long time, stuff like that. I've worn a lot of video game related accessories. I used one at a, like a lanyard at work that I got from a PAX with, I can't remember which game it was, but it was a game one. Yeah. I, even shirts, I have very few like gaming shirts. Um, I don't think I have any accessories. I have a, the Jack lumber keychain. Okay. Which is a really old phone game. Um, I got that at PAX West when it was PAX Prime 2012. And at this point, it's just more like nostalgia that I just kind of keep it on there. Sure. I've had it on my keychains for 10 years. Yeah. That's the closest thing. All right. Next question from Sukusuku. Let's say you're at a yard sale and you're looking for some used video games. When you stumble upon something you could have never dreamed of seeing, a copy of Stadium Events for the NES, what a steal! The homeowner only wants 30 bucks for it. After all, it's just an old game. To her, it's just an old game her kids had. No one else is around. There's no genies. <laughs> you will just be putting that out there. Yeah, just put it out there. You will be able to get away with it. Is it your moral imperative to tell them the grail she has in her hands? Now, let's say it's something not as okay. So then the same question, but something not outrageous after that. Is it okay then? Morality question. I would probably ask at the very least. So, what made you decide on the price? Because oh, so, I would okay. say, so weird, she says, yeah, because stadium events is like ten thousand dollars. Otherwise, so you would tell basically. her. I'm going to be honest with you. I would not, because that's not my problem. In the day, in a day and age where I have a computer at all times on me, and you don't know like what this thing's worth, guess what? That's my find. That's how I feel about it. I'm torn. I'm such a damn boy scout. I'd probably tell her. Yeah, like I'm trying to think like if I would I think I would just feel bad not telling her. OK, so I'd probably actually, be like, are you sure this is the price you're offering it at? And like, all right, I like I give her like a chance to be like, this is not a prank or something, right? At the very least. <laughs> oh, yeah. So your thing is like, is somebody actually watching or is there a, like reason why yeah. this is happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, where'd you get this price from? Like, Okay. Did, is this real? Is this authentic? <laughs> so I'm now I'm picturing you being like, wait, really? Like, like, re- really? Like, really? only $30? Really? really? <laughs> so to the point where she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're right. Realistically, if this was a thing, I would think there's a catch too because that is ridiculous. But I'm going based well, on the fact that there actually just is no catch at all. If you're going to do it, you have to just be like so calm and collected. Like, I would like to buy this one. Here's $30. And then you walk away normally. And then when you get, I'd probably car, just put it you... with like some other stuff. Like, here's a bunch of games. I, <laughs> oh, as if you're, table. as if you're like a kid trying to buy like, like condoms for the first time. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I want uh, this magazine and some yeah. candy. And I hope he doesn't be just like push it all into the bag real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because if you, if you do the right thing and say, like, by the way, this thing is actually ex- really expensive, you know, she's going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to go online then. And your hope is yeah. maybe she'll just be like, I don't need ten thousand dollars. I'm about to die. Look at me. <laughs> I was honestly thinking you were going to go that way. <laughs> I knew it. No, part of me want- thinks to themselves like this is too much stress. I'm just leaving the yard sale. I don't want to deal with this. This is bad karma. Fair enough. 
I'm 100% down with it. I don't care. It's not my problem. And then the other way around, something not over it. They have Mega Man X3 here. Mega Man X3 is still like 200, 300 bucks. Like it's it's expensive, but not like five digits expensive. And your answer, John. At that point, I'm just like, I would probably like uh, I the same thing. Like, where'd you get like what you set the prices off of? Like in my mind, if it's like only like a like a like double the price gap, then I'm like, all right, they're just putting it at a discount. But if it's anything like ten times or something like that, it's just like I feel like I should probably tell them that this is worth a bit more. The and it's re- up to them how they respond. The real alpha move here is you grab both of them off the table and you say, "These are just some old games, lady. I'll give you ten bucks for them both." Oh <laughs> no, I can never do that. No, absolutely not. You just you know what you they just, are. You're just like, I'll tell you what. Five bucks each. <laughs> NES games. Who even wants to play the NES and you just snap them in half? Oh. <laughs> that would be so good. It's in my PS5 all digital. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Boko writes in and says, the supreme media deity, not a genie, has given... <laughs> I love that's just a returning thing. Has given you a gift. You may become perfectly knowledgeable in a media format of your choice. Which form do you choose? For example, you could choose books and have the experience of reading every book ever written, regardless of language. It's books. What do you mean? It's, it's absolutely books, because that's encyclopedias. So now you have basically infinite knowledge. I mean, if if that's if your goal is to become like an all powerful like ruler of a genie, you might say. <laughs> sure, it's no cool. wishes, so it's not a genie. No, I do feel like I don't want all the information in the world, but like books would get you all of the information. Yeah. If you pick like games or movies, you just can't really enjoy games or movies anymore because you know everything. Like you've seen everything, you've played everything. You see, you literally see the code every time you play one. Yeah. Yeah. And like books would also be easy because it's like I don't read that many books, so I could like easily ha- have an excuse of why I don't read books anymore because I've read them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think I don't want to know everything. So, okay. What if you have all that knowledge in your brain and you can summon it up like you're looking something up in Wikipedia, but it's in your mind, but it's not just always there in your mind? Does that help? But the minute you think of it, it shows up. So how's that any different? Well, yeah, but then if you're thinking of it, you probably need to know something about it, right? Theoretically. But I don't think it's an issue of like so much information, like kind of like a Superman-esque, like too many voices at once issue. I think it's a thing of like, I just don't want to know everything. I want there to be some mystery in the world. Mm. You're worried about becoming too powerful. Well, it's or it, I'm just ruining experiences like for like, for example, like I'm going to India. It's like I've read literally 12,000 books about India. I don't need to go to India. I but then you could talk to them. <laughs> you would know. That's, that's true. You, you could talk know. to them. Well, so maybe you just do something like like comic books, like you get more specific with the, with the media. <laughs> yeah. I read all of the Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I've, you know, and then it's sure. more specific. Um, Like Rastran in the chat says cookbooks. Okay. Totally. Yep. I I just think knowing too much is not ideal. There. Yeah. I mean, 
it's the monkey paws situation for sure <laughs> yeah oh absolutely like yeah. nothing good will come from this this is a twilight zone like now i have all the time in the world to read books and glasses then your glasses break, break. like yeah. this is nothing good can come from this this is a genie may as well have given you this option yeah <laughs> shane writes uh no we'll skip that one that one's specific for john kenny writes i'm a little peeved why because the new expansion for destiny 2 was announced and it's called lightfall Light Spacefall is also the name of a 2018 indie game available on Steam and Switch that was kickstarted, I believe. Mm -hmm. A really great game, if I do say so myself. Now it's going to be overshadowed by the Destiny 2 expansion. You know of any other situations where a more popular game has a name that either causes confusion or just blocks out a less popular game? Listen, as somebody who liked the Prey game that came out in like 2006 or 7... Anytime I say, oh, like Prey, it's fucking impossible because that arcane game came out or whatever. And then the movie just came out on Hulu that's really good for the Predator series. And you're like, oh, man, but this movie rocks. Yep. That recent headline about the Prey titling. Yes. Yeah. Where so for those who didn't hear, um, Arcane basically came out and said that they were forced by parent like Bethesda to call it Prey. Uh, I, I didn't read the whole article, but that's yeah, they didn't. Weird the uh, director, I don't know if they even said what they wanted to call it at first, but it was something different. Uh, I, rem I seem to remember it being something less good or whatever, but yeah, they didn't want to and they were forced to for marketing reasons or something. It's like a known quantity, despite having like nothing to do with that thing in any way. Yeah, it's weird, kind of gross. Yeah. Um, I feel like this comes up in like almost every franchise when they do a like a quasi reboot <laughs> that is the same name as the first one. So like, you know, Saints Row comes to mind as a, as a recent thing. Need for Speed has done it like a few times. Yeah, the fact that like there's a most wanted I like because of Razor Callahan and the stupid r racing for pinks and then the most wanted came out like 10 years after that or something. And it's just kind of a generic need for speed game. Yep, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. The, like, the chat's it, also weird. saying some things that are tangentially related to this. Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds was confusing. Like, there's sometimes you get two games that aren't the same title, but ostensibly they are because they're so close. Right. And I mean, the only reason that one was such an issue is because they came out somewhat near each other, like in the same year. Yeah. And then because they were both good, people were talking about them throughout the year. Yeah, because um, if you think about it, like we're going to run out of names eventually. Yeah. Oh, totally. So we're going to have we're going to have to double up or just come up with new words. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question is from Phantom Aegis. Ahoy, TDP crew. September 1st was the 30th anniversary of the Mario Kart franchise in North America. <clears throat> Instead of asking fond and tra traumatic memories, what are your favorite four courses in the franchise? Oh, man, I don't know if I can think of four. I know when it comes to like battle mode, block fort is yeah. an all time favorite of mine. Uh, yeah, for sure. Agreed. Um, I would also say like. <laughs> I I definitely most of my Mario karting was previous entries as opposed to the newer ones. Yeah. So I think of those ones more and that's just, you know, obviously nostalgia. But like I've, I'm always a big fan of Rainbow Road. Just 
Okay. I just like the I like the music. I like that it's like the hardest one. I'm generally a fan of the ghost house ones. They're just usually kind of fun, even though sometimes they're bullshit. Uh, I also am not really a dude who like has favorite courses necessarily that I remember off the top of my head. John, do you have some favorite Mario Kart tracks? Uh, Waluigi Pinball. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the shortened N64 Rainbow Road. Okay. That's yep. an eight. Um, half the track. Well, not no, not even that one. Like the in H, they just they take it to one lap. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I remember like a snowboarding one that was really fun in Wii. Oh, remember. yeah. And, and that one wasn't like a lap thing. It was just get down the track, right? Yeah. Wait, was that Wii or was that? No, that, no you're thinking Warrior Wii? Mountain. No, there's one that you, you went. It was a whole loop and like you got a oh, cannon okay. that shot you up like a chair. That Warrior Mountain one. That one's kind of cool. Not, but it was it was like DK Summit, but it wasn't called DK Summit. It was like Frappe something, but I think not Frappe Snowline because it's a different one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Block Fort. There we go. Yeah. Whatever yeah, it is, the that's, that's the first one I said. It's the best battle thing, and I love yeah. that it's just so plain. But holy smokes, did I spend a lot of time like sniping people with green shells from the yep. corner, and you like set up like bananas. So if they try to get up there, it's like, oh, I've made all the exits just full of bananas. You can't even get me. I know DK Fox. Summit was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, because I was I thought you guys were saying DK Mountain. Nope, DK Summit. Cool. Uh, John, do you want to read this one that we held off because you were gone? Shane the Destroyer says, said you're doing a bunch of traveling soon, John. Any games you're planning to play on your Steam Deck or Switch during? Uh, I am trying to figure out what I'm in the mood to play currently. I picked up a game called Dusk Diver. I was curious to check out because the sequel okay. had come out this past week. So I picked up the first one. Apparently it's just like a beat-em-up. So I wanted to try that out and see how it was. Uh, so I could dig into the sequel later. Uh, I kind of want to play Pokemon Legends Arceus now that I played it a bit on stream, and I'll likely okay. play through like Splatoon <laughs> 3's story mode at some point on um, break. Like when on the trip to Newfoundland, I'm not planning on having much gaming time, so I'm yeah. just going to bring the Switch. But uh, when I go down for TRG recording, I'm probably bringing the Switch and the Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm Makes in the sense. process of deciding... Do I do Steam Deck and Switch or just Steam Deck for India? I haven't yeah. quite decided yet. Am I also doing Dead? No, it's which Paul's is the next turn. It's Sean. I read Phantom Angels. Oh, it was me? Question. Sorry, I thought it was nope. Paul. Nope. Dead writes, what are you, your most commonly used <laughs> two-letter acronyms? Two-letter acronyms. DK, Donkey Kong. Uh, CA for Canada because of my job. Oh, okay. I was going to, does OK count? Because it's technically okay. like an abbreviation yep. of OK. <laughs> but I guess that's not an acronym, right? It's an abbreviation. F-U for foo. <laughs> I don't say F-U that often. I just say the full thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I type JK. Maybe it's that. Do you? Yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like I do. Yeah, like with coworkers, if I'm telling uh, a joke on like Slack. <clears throat> there you go. I no, started I jokingly like typing ones. FR for for real, and then it just became a habit <laughs> for <laughs> a lot of people. 
uh, Hebrew Lantern writes, if you could IRL stat track your IRL life, <laughs> what stats would you want to look at? I would pick my, um, like my lifts, like the weights and the reps I'm doing at the gym. And then I don't have to do it, uh, manually, like on my app. I want to know how many days I've actually gotten a full night's sleep. Yeah, I don't want to know that. <laughs> I was gonna say, you're not worried here. It's going to be a depressing number. Oh, I know it's going to be depressing, <laughs> but I want to know how depressing. Sure. Is there a way to just like general health, not like a health bar, but it's like, yeah, your health number is going down. You're probably going to catch a cold soon. Like maybe get some vitamin oh. C in there. I was going to say, let's just go to the doctor and I'll let you know how you're doing. Yeah. But like if you could see all the time that like all my like lung intake is lessening up or whatever, maybe I need to do this. That would be pretty good for like teeth hygiene. Like how am I doing? Should I be increasing how long I brush each time? Yeah, like it's disgusting. But tartar buildup, you never want it to pass like this number or something. Exactly. And yeah. and you can like see like, oh, your teeth are you need to start like up in your floss and then once you're like really good it's like cool i can stop flossing for the next week oh nope now i gotta bring it up as opposed to having like a good healthy consistent habit it's funny because that would just form a good healthy consistent habit just all at one time instead of every day a little bit <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah and last question here from waste of resources Digging through the TDP vault as of late in your 2014 e3 predictions episode you guys predicted that the future of God of War involves Kratos beating up the Norse gods. Okay. This came true. Then you guys went on to envision a mellowed out, but still irritated <laughs> Kratos, where he works a boring desk job with a lot of minor inconveniences. I have the utmost faith in your guys' predictions. <clears throat> so I ask you, do you think this scenario will play out in Ragnarok to balance out the action or is God of Accounting going to be a separate and greater game somewhere down the line? Shout out to my friend Gerard. He worked on the series God of Work, which is literally Kratos working in an office job. And it's basically a parody of The Office. He did this sure. for G4. So I love that this actually still somehow came true in a different way. <laughs> Good for him. He's still employed at G4. Yes. I have not heard a single word Sean just said. <laughs> not a single word just came out after that. Oh, can you hear me? Or yeah, no? I can hear you. I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, I think it, it should be like a follow up to the accounting VR game, and you get to play as Kratos. Yeah. Agreed. You get to just with the two controllers like smash stuff if you get too upset. <laughs> <clears throat> Right. Well, that's going to do it. That's questions for this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it is top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? The ascent. Uh, not conquer <laughs> rare replay, rare replay itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just the menus on your way yeah. to conquer. Good answer. Everything else, everything else in there. The main, me the main menu, because as you get closer to conquer, you start having less fun because you know you're gonna have to hit start soon. Yeah. Um, but I get an achievement for doing it. Nice. There you go. 
the big con is mine. Some things to look out for. Our October TDP Plus poll is live, so go vote on that right now. And if you're a TVP fan, Paul and I talked all about the first two seasons of Only Murders in the Building. So if you like uh, Steve Martin uh, comedies, you should watch that show and then listen to our episode. Yep. Um, be gone some for of a us, couple weeks. Some of us, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good time. Bye, everybody. Bye.